We're crazy for Swayze. Gonna watch everything he made. We're crazy for Swayze. Then we'll talk about it. We're crazy for Swayze. Gonna watch everything he made. We're crazy for Swayze. Then we'll talk about it. Fuck, man. I missed that song. Oh yeah, it's been some time. We haven't heard that song in a goddamn minute. You know what? That's fair. We've been doing a lot of Swayze's, but like, yeah, you get the you got the various theme songs. Yeah, it's, it's been shtick after shtick after shtick, and it's just like, oh, I love hearing an oldie. I hope that the people uh, are were, were happy with the return of the Renegades. I hope so too. I, I like I like the Renegades so much. Um, it was one of those things that, like, we didn't tell anybody that they were starting back up again. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so it's like, ah, we got you, bitch. Yeah, it is funny to uh, start the new year with an episode that we recorded months and months ago without <laughs> acknowledging it in any way whatsoever. That's funny. <laughs> well, everyone, everyone, this is Crazy for Spazy. I'm Vince Troya. That's Josh Young. It's just the two of us today. No guests. No nothing like that. And no uh, gimmicks, no gimmicks. We're just we're we're doing it the old fashioned way today. We're watching a Swayze original. We are watching the return of the rebels. Josh, if I can tell us about this, where did you find this? I because you were the one that found this. I didn't find this. at all. I just did a search on the Internet, uh, hoping to find like a DVD. But then I saw that it was uh, just on the YouTube. Yeah. Easy enough. You can watch it. Early Patrick Swayze role, 1981, right? Yeah, it, this came out on uh, October 17th, 1981. It's technically a TV appearance because it was made for TV movie. Mm-hmm. This came after MASH but before the Renegades, right? And it was on CBS. Okay, so yeah, we're, we're going even further back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Swayze's going to be a babyface in this. And from what I read on the internet, uh, he is... Like the whole the whole you know, summary, right? Is this old motorcycle gang assembles after twenty five years because I dream of genie needs some help, and Sways mm-hmm. is the leader of the new gang. Okay, so the old gang's gonna run the new gang out of town, kind of situation. Oh, excuse me, a campground, a campground. Yeah. Okay, um, so so is it like motorcycle camp? Like you you send your kid to motorcycle gang camp so that they learn how to be a motorcycle gang member? Dude, I honestly I'm not really sure. It says a widow operator of a popular campground which is being threatened by a band of ang- or arrogant groupies. What? And this this the rebels have to return to uh, combat them. I hope there's some fighting. Why is why do the '80s like campgrounds so much, dude? I don't fucking know. What what other campground things do you remember from the '80s? Well, I mean, that's the whole thing about Friday the Thirteenth is the campground, right? Yeah, yeah, that is. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> what about that movie in the '90s where uh, hmm, you were telling me about Tim Allen and the little kid and uh, never mind Tim something Allen about Native American and the camp kid. That was Man of the House with Chevy Chase oh. and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, Chevy Chase. Okay. Now, another another hateable gentleman. Um, there was a Tim Allen one. Jungle to Jungle. Jungle to Jungle. Yeah, where he actually had a son that was like raised in the jungle and he obtained him somehow. The jungle. Procured him. He, he went to visit mom. 
Does he get a divorce and you get saddled with a kid? Right. I was thinking of the Chevy Chase vehicle. Dude, I feel that. I uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe camp was like, I don't know. Is it whimsical? Have you ever been to camp, Josh? I went to fifth grade camp. I, YMCA store. And we did the Underground Railroad or whatever. Okay. You know, you, you play like you're in the Underground Railroad. It's very scary because anyone could, I don't know, take you back to slavery, I guess. That's that. That was the threat of the Underground Railroad. Not the threat of the Underground. The threat on the Underground Railroad. Right. And at no. YMCA store camp, they wanted us to know how severe it was. So they were like, all right, now you're escaped slaves. You are going to try and get to freedom. And we're going to pretend that we are the cops. That's kind of sick. I guess. I guess. I mean. <laughs> it's like a good way to. Teach you how to work together against the man. Yeah. And let you know who the bad guys are. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Dude, I went to band camp. Oh, yeah, I went to that one too, of course. Yeah, that wasn't like fun though. That was like lots of work in the middle of summer. I went to band camp during the blackout of 03, man. And you were just doing band camp stuff. Yeah, like we were we were up in- you don't need electric, electricity to do band stuff. Well, not only do we not need electricity to do band stuff, but we were on a separate grid. We were so far north in Michigan- we were on our own separate grid so we all still had power everyone was like we called home and like it was like the power's been out for four days it's it's crazy people were people were looting and plundering i was like oh my god call captain planet that didn't happen i don't know i was at band camp i got no idea what happened there was no looting and plundering around here well okay i don't trust you but in my head there there still was we were like riding our bikes everywhere that's what i was doing it was it was stranger things you know I mean, you were 13 at the time, right? Yeah, it seems about 12, right. 12, 13, something like that? Yeah, I was like in that. middle school. We were riding our bikes a lot. Yeah, I, I vaguely feel like I was like 13 when that happened. Maybe. And, I was like a freshman in high school. Yeah, I, I was not in high school. That's for sure. I was in grade fucking nine. Well, like I said, this one was early 80s, right? This director, Noel Nolsek, I've never heard of anything else he's been in or directed or anything like that. No, no, no sick. No sick, right? No sick. But I did find he did a young blood in 78, which is not our young blood, but <laughs> a young blood nonetheless. Okay, okay. <laughs> he also did King of the Mountain in 81, Las Vegas Lady in 75, Best Friends in 75, and Stark Mirror Image in 86. Are those all movies? I think so. Um, they all showed up on fucking Letterbox, so they aren't TV. But I mean, this is on Letterbox as well. I think Return of the Rebels. It could be like a lot of TV movies. I'm not really sure. I've never seen any of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know nothing about nothing. Low, low rent, made for TV director. Oh, it looks like he's got this one movie called Born Too Soon that has uh, Pamela Reed in it. Remember her? No. She was in, um, she's fucking Leslie Nope's mom. Oh, okay. She, she was in, uh, what's it called with us? The, all the kindergarten cop and the right stuff. We watched her on a television show. I'm pretty sure. I forget off the top of my head. Maybe she was on the beast. Seems right. She was like someone's boss. Oh yeah. No, she was on the beast. Cause she was someone's boss and they were entrapping someone. Yeah, always. It yeah. sounds like every episode of The Beast. Yeah, and she, she was like, I can't fire him, so you've got to fire. You got to find a reason for me to fire him. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. who Pamela Reed was. But yeah, she's in one of his movies. I don't know. That's not that. 
or excuse me, that's that. This isn't this. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. What you're saying is we're going to watch Return of the Rebels, the 1981 made-for-TV film. Yep, yep. And it's got some people in it, right? It's got Barbara Eden, like I said. She was Genie in I Dream of Genie, but she was also in Harp Valley PTA in 78. We're going to be seeing Don Murray from Bus Stop in in Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. That's number four. It's one of my least favorite ones, to be honest with you. Conquest. Yeah. What are they conquesting? The Planet of the Apes, of course. Well, by the time the fourth Planet of the Apes had come out, right? Sure. We had already established that the Planet of the Apes was actually Earth in the future. Yeah. And then in the second one, uh, they blow up the Earth. But in the third one, they've gone back in time, right? What? Yeah. They've gone back in time. And by the fourth one, the humans have started cohabitating with the apes. But the apes were still second-class citizens kind of situation. So the monkeys went back in time? The apes? Yes. Oh, my God. So they invented time travel. I Planet of the Apes is amazing. I love it so much. I love it. Love it so much. Remember when we went and saw Planet of the Apes? Yeah. Dude, yeah. it was sick. I fell asleep. I also fell asleep, which is like <laughs> saying something. It's the Redford Theater. Those seats are not comfortable. Dude, I don't know. Maybe it says something about Rod Sterling's writing. That it's just like the, the Twilight Zone just lulls me to sleep. And Planet of the Apes is just a long Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. A, 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 like 10 film series of Twilight Zones. Well, yeah. Well, now they're adding a, a fourth prequel, a fourth new one. So now they've got five old ones, a Tim Burton one, and four new ones. Ten. Ten fucking Planet of the Apes. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> Christopher Connolly, not the singer, was who was also in Benji, and Michael Bolson was in this also. And I'm showing that Patrick Crenshaw, I wrote his name down, but I don't remember who he was. Monsieur Crenshaw. He was in, oh, he was in Bubble Boy and Best in Show and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I'm sh- I think we watched something with him in it. I don't so know. So what you're telling me is that Bubble Boy is on board. Potentially. Potentially. It's on the slate. <sighs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Now it is. Now it is. Now it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is This is that. This is this. This is that. I don't know. I'm fun. I'm excited to watch this. You said you found it on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. Well, um, I don't. I think that's everything I've got to cover. Josh, is there anything you want to cover before we get into this? No. All right. No, not at all. I did find one last piece before we get started. This is a hundred minutes long, but with commercials, it's 120. Oh well, that's we must be watching a version with commercials then. Yep, 120. So uh, if there are commercials, we're going to fucking note them, and I'm real excited about that. Where do you think the commercials are going to be from, Josh? 1981 Dallas. Dallas? Yeah, why not? All right, we got Houston in the past. Hopefully we get Dallas. Well, that was a, a leather movie. Leather. Leather. There's even a guy called Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, how did you feel about Return of the Rebels? It was confusing, wasn't it? I thought it was as well. I agree with you. I'm not really sure who this is for 
or what they were really trying to communicate other than this is a glory days movie you know mm-hmm. um i didn't really understand why okay so i in my notes i i differentiated the groups between the gang the re, you know the rebels and the crew oh the crew the kids right sure so you got the gang and the crew right i didn't really understand the motivation behind the crew they just show up at this campground and then they wreak havoc on it. They just want to have a good time. Yeah. And presumably they're renting it out or are they just like well, yeah, showing he, up? Yeah, he got his money back at the beginning. Yeah. So they were renting, right? Right. Like at first it seemed like it was just like maybe like a car or two full of guys, mm-hmm. but then it turns out that it's like 40 people. It's it's a gaggle of fucking teens. Well, they're supposed to be like teens. Quote unquote teens. I don't know. They look like anywhere in their 20s. They were all buying alcohol and shit, but this was also in this, the, the early 80s, so I know the drinking age was different then. I think we're to believe that they're all like, you know, like they're young people. They're not kids, but they're like shiftless. Yeah. And they're, they're slackers, you know? They all just show up. They don't have jobs or anything. Okay, well, to, to question that again... It seemed like this was only happening on the weekends. So maybe these, these these kids do have jobs and they have to go work their jobs. And then they're like, oh, man, we just want to get wild. And, you know, like pull a water skier behind this pickup truck. Like that's Crazy. just it's just what we we kids do nowadays. You know, I think that pulling the water skier behind the pickup and knocking over the fence were the only two things that I really saw them do wrong. I mean, eventually, Swayze goes into full-on villain territory, but. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude. So, Swayze's character, fucking K.C. Barnes. He's like the first one on screen. How did you feel about him as the gang leader? I felt like he was kind of intimidating. He was cool. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was mostly cool. Like, he wasn't really that big of a dick until uh, fucking Mary Beth was like, you have to leave. Yeah, and then he starts like giving issuing veiled threats. Yeah, real veiled threats. And it kind of made me wonder, like, okay, what is up with Mary Beth? She mentions that she does not want to call the police. Right, which is never expounded upon. Well, she kind of like went into it a little bit when that other cop was like, I have to stop coming out here unless you're going to file a like a complaint a complaint about it. Cause she wouldn't want to do it because she kept saying like, oh, what are you going to do? I'm She's going to face reprisal. Yeah. But I'm- like it's never stated what the reprisal would be like. Is Casey the sheriff's son or something? I don't know. And but she said they'll all be bailed out immediately. And then they'll come back and, and they'll, they'll hurt me. They'll come back with blood in their eyes. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> if you got me arrested, I'm from like hanging out. I'm not gonna go back there. Yeah, but it doesn't seem. Maybe in the 80s, people had less respect for business owners. Like, I would never dream of of treating someone who's like renting me a vacation spot like doing harm to them. Yeah. Or falling in love with them and trying to date their daughter so that they will fall in love with me. <laughs> I don't know, man. It just doesn't make much sense. Like this whole movie, like I said, it just doesn't make much sense. The only thing that makes sense about it to me is that um, the older generation has always been worried about the new generation doing exactly what they did when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And then like saying that they're different and they're doing it more bad and mean in a way that we didn't yeah. do, you know? And that's something that the boomers who this movie is directed at 
like Swayze's the boomer. Yeah. He's the young man in this situation. So like the the old people are like, ah, oh, these boomers, they're new and they're they're bad in a new different way. And it's just weird how like we continually internalize that that same that same struggle intergenerationally, you know? Do you think it's just because, uh, you know, as we age, change becomes, you know, a little bit scary? I guess. Because we, we, we've we seen and we've grown up in, in how it was, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, the new stuff seems scary, but, like, they don't seem to be doing anything differently. No. I, I thought the one thing that really was <laughs> made me laugh, when, when the old bikers, you know, mm-hmm. were eventually going to the the campground and they happened upon the actual bike gang like yeah, with like 16 people or whatever which they were by the end of the movie yeah no it's, they were they were like oh look at them do all this shit you know like and they were like making diamond formations and they were doing all this cool stuff Taking you know up the whole road but then they took up yes shoving them off yeah and they ran these old dudes off the road and They're then like, no respect then they immediately pile on as many bikers as they can and do the exact same thing like I think that is the testament to the older generation. They're like, oh, no, we were exactly the same as them, but they're different than us. I thought the movie was going to say something about it because it seemed like Sonny, our our supposed main character here, Mm -hmm. seemed to recognize that they did similar things. He's like, we weren't like that when we were kids, were we? But then the movie never (laughs) proceeds to explore that in any depth. Yeah. Or, like, uh, justify his introvert, uh, like, his... like introspection on that. Yeah, I don't I don't think the the movie even thought about something like that. Like like what do we have in common but there was no like trying to reason with these kids or any these kids, the kids or anything like that. It wasn't like okay, let's talk because what happened was Mary Beth got fucking Swayze and crew kicked out, right? And she uh, yeah, she and then she calls up her old biker friends. Well, cuz she's like no, you can't come in here or whatever. And then they end up driving over a fe- like through a fence uh-huh. and then through the campground just causing a muck, right? Mm-hmm. And while they're leaving then, we find out that this is for Easter weekend. This is the next weekend. They're going to come back and just fuck shit up again. But Mary Beth is like riding on all the money she's going to make from Easter weekend because the camp is underwater, you know, so that she needs the business. So she's just like turning away business. <laughs> Well, she needs as much business as possible. Right. And just because they're loud. Right. And so, like, what does she want? I don't understand what she wants either. Like, she wants quiet. Because there's, like, 40 people there. At the end, when when Swayze brings his whole crew, there's, like, 40 people there. That seems like plenty. Yeah, that seems like an entire campground. Yeah, just let the campground be a crazy campground. She like doesn't want to cede ground to him or something. She doesn't want to cede campground. Well, she mentioned that that they were damaging stuff, right? Sure. Which you know, if there are twenty somethings running around doing whatever they want, something's gonna something's gonna happen. Yeah, with their motorized vehicles, especially there were fucking jet skis, there were boats, there were all sorts of motorized vehicles, right? Yeah. Like something's going to happen, and. Mary Beth was like, I don't have the money to pay for that anymore. I'm like, dude, you're a small business owner. Like, just do what every other small business owner does and, like... Overleverage yourself. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> Sell just, yourself to a huge conglomerate. If someone is going to be, like, causing damage to your, you know, your business, fucking file a police report. <laughs> right. And it's like, 
I think we're supposed to feel sympathetic for her because the movie's like, ah, Jack was her ex-husband was running the business before, and, and he wasn't he, good at business. And now he's dead, yeah. so we can't speak ill of the dead. You know, he was great and everything, but he's the one that got her into this hole. Yeah. She would have never gotten herself into a hole like this. I feel you. I don't know, man. This she is just... doesn't want to call the cops because I don't. We still don't know. Well, she said, like, like she said, she was scared of him coming back. Right. But like, I I don't know why they want to be there in the first place. Other than we find out Swayze wants to fuck Mary Beth, which is a uh, a late game. I don't know. Reveal it's real like a, late. It's a fucking M Night Shyamalan level twist. Like he has kidnapped her, put her on a boat, and then while driving her around, being chased by the rest of the gang on jet skis, he yeah. goes, "I wasn't interested in your daughter. I was interested in you." Insanity. Why? Why? <laughs> Nothing makes me hornier than being kidnapped and told that you were not interested in my daughter. You were interested in me. I just don't understand. It would have made more sense if he was like, yeah, we wanted to buy your business from you or whatever. He's like, it's a local rich kid, and that's why she can't do like, anything, you know? Like his dad was wanted to buy the campground, so they sent Swayze in there to fuck shit up? Yeah, yeah, depreciate the value of it. Yeah, yeah. make him desperate to sell. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't... <laughs> And it also makes me wonder, like, if KC really just wanted to fuck Mary Beth this entire time, why was he being a fucking prick? Oh, because he's a child. That seems easy to me. Yeah? Because he's a child. You know, little boys, they're like, punch, I like you. (laughs) That's a great point. I forgot what it was to be a little boy once. I was that at a time. (laughs) And he's just, you know. 32 years old and still doing the same thing. Dude, that's a great, you know, all right, that was something I didn't consider, Josh. That was, that was a great observation. I, I had a quick response because I had indeed already thought about this. Yeah, I just like, why wouldn't he just be nice to her? Yeah, why wouldn't he just put the moves on her? Yeah. Because, you know, he's got them. Yeah, he's already at the campground. Show them dancing moves. Yeah, well, why doesn't he, like, you know, try to get a job? And then, like, sh- demonstrate value. You know, that's the first step. <laughs> It's, it's true, man. It's true. I don't know. Did you feel um, like that the gang was like working? Because they didn't really feel like the gang was working the entire time. They didn't have me. like specialized roles. Yes. Which always helps yes. when you have a, a small gang. Because well, we're thinking there's going to be like over a dozen of them. Because there's like 16 people in the photo at the beginning. Yeah. But she only ends up rounding up like five of them. Five of them initially. What did we have? We had Wild Bill. We yeah. had Jay. We had Big Al, mm-hmm. we had Mickey, and mm-hmm. we had Sonny. Yes. And then Bear appears, and then three more unnamed people, and then two more? <laughs> well, like, okay. Yes, so we started off with five. So Sonny's role is that he is the leader and the mechanic. Yes. That's two roles. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then Mickey doesn't really have a role. I guess he's money. He He's the bookie best friend right that has a wife that he just wants to get out of the house he's like down to hang with the boys so right? like if, he, if they were specializing a role for him he'd be like the accountant but also he, he would have the job of bringing in money and making more money yeah and i, I bet he's a yes man oh yeah like yeah, for he, sure. he's he's the yes man of the group then big al and jay are both the money they were both money men well big al was a car guy so he had auto parts you know uh-huh. and then jay's like a health food guy he's like a lifestyle brand he has a spa and yeah. stuff like that he brought them tofu sandwiches and such 
Yeah. And then there's Wild Bill. He's the wild card. (laughs) Tell the people what Wild Bill, how he met him. Uh, Let's see. He lives at an apartment building, and he was being escorted out of the apartment building by police officers for attacking a car with his axe. He was being lifted, like carried out. And he was, like, kicking his way through the fucking cop car. Like, it was a hectic way to meet Wild Bill. He was out on bail, like, the next day, right? Wild Bill. Because Jay, while they're at the bar, calls his lawyer and is like, yo, I need you to make this happen. I know it's Sunday. And then, eventually, Wild Bill shows up at the bar. He goes, hey! Disrupts everyone's meal. Oh, but not to be outdone, though, Sonny rides his motorcycle into the bar. What? Right? What the fuck? What the... Immediately after. Did he own this restaurant? Who's, like... I would not think that... Like, that's the part that, like, threw my, like, okay, we're in a fantasy world now. Old men are riding fucking motorcycles into, like, reputable establishments. Like, what the fuck is going on? So, So we've got these five guys, plus the lady, six people. Six people. All but one of them are business owners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember how easy it used to be to start a successful business? Dude. And these people, like, they, it seemed as if it took nothing for them to just abandon all their family Easter like plans. A, for, yeah, okay. First, they have to abandon their jobs for a week while they all uh, do a training montage. <laughs> how to ride their motorcycles and then for another week for their next training montage which is them lifting weights it's gonna beef up <laughs> and then for easter weekend so that they can drive to arizona from los angeles to camp so just sleep on the ground you didn't even bring tents you got camp with the boys you know how it is if you have enough beers you can you can probably sleep anywhere oh i hear that i hear that i think it's just funny though that because they you didn't know. bring tents, which is what allows the the squad, whatever you called them, <laughs> yeah, the crew, the crew, yeah, the crew to come and ambush them. Kid crew, gang, you know, kid squad, kid squad. No, there's kids. It's with a K. Crew is with a K. Oh, okay. There's alliteration. Oh, okay. I, I thought see. about this. The kids, yeah, the kids crew. But yeah, they kids. they didn't bring any fucking tents, and Mary Beth, the owner of a campground, didn't have like. Extra camping supplies. Yeah, or like a cabin for them all to stay in or something like that. That seems like... like she had a bed. Yeah, she had <laughs> Well, Sonny knew where he door. was sleeping. He didn't care about anything else. Yeah. Dude. Why couldn't she give him a key to the front door? I don't I don't know. Well, why, why, are she, why is he sneaking around? I like, love that after uh, they sleep together, you know, uh, at his apartment or at his auto shop or whatever, he wakes up in the middle of the night just stoked. He's so fucking amped, and he calls Mickey immediately. He goes, Mickey, did I wake you up? And Mickey's like, what do you think? I, I crawled over my wife to answer this phone. Yes, you woke me up. And he's like, okay, call me tomorrow. And he just hangs up the phone. <laughs> and then he goes and puts on all his gang fucking outfit. <laughs> he's pulling his chaps and his little gloves out of his bag. And then he just sees a leather jacket. He was just so stoked to get laid. Oh, man. That's, uh, that's how I've been assuming that Brett Michaels feels when he gets laid. Oh, like he goes and immediately pulls out the fucking bandana and the cowboy like, hat. Ooh, big John, big John, I got laid. I saw titties, dude. Can't believe it. <laughs> That's exactly how he is. Every time somebody pulls their titties out, he's like, oh. Hey, yo. <laughs> Me likey. As if he is 50 years old, having seen titties every day of his life since he was 16. <laughs> Every time it's like the first time. 
That's how you know he loves him. That's how you know he fucking loves him. Every time is the fucking first time. Brett Michaels loves titties, man. He does. He does. He fucking he loves titties and having nice meals. That's what that motherfucker likes. Well, that you know what? That really does make it all make sense. He just wants to have a nice meal with twelve women who have twenty-four fantastic titties. Yeah, that's it. That's all he wants. Maybe, maybe hang out with little or little John, Big John, a little bit. You know, little John, big bit, Big John, a little bit. What if what if little John and Big John got together? Cause all right, cause I know that Big John wasn't working with with uh, fucking Brett the last time I heard. Wow. Yeah. Wonder why Brett well, probably doesn't need a bodyguard anymore. No one knows who he is. What if little John hired Big John? So now it's the Johns. Just two Johns. They have a little reality show. Do you know that little John is like a interior designer now? Now is he good at it? I watched a few episodes, and you know, I think he's got vision. I don't know if it's necessarily something I agree with, but I think that he has vision, and I think that's important. I think he could team up with Exhibit, you know? Oh, shit. You know? What would they do? Pimp my house. Pimp my house. We heard you like sleeping, so we put a bed inside your bed, and now you can do it. What? <laughs> like, that's what it would sound like. <laughs> yeah, we turned one. We turned the east-facing wall of your house into fish tanks. I hope you like it. <laughs> we put spinners on your microwave. <laughs> we put a DVD player in your toilet. You yeah. can't poop here. <laughs> we heard you like pooping and watching movies. <laughs> so now you can poop on your movies. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, dude, I love this show. This is my favorite show. I was, Ghost Adventures is out. This is in. Mount, <laughs> I like this. Mountain monsters, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck mountain monsters. Fuck Ghost Adventures. I want to watch Pimp My House. Dude, did you have a favorite gang member? Hmm. That's, that's kind of hard to say. Uh, you know, I like a car salesman these days. <laughs> I like Big Al. Oh, well, what was his line about his, his dandy cars, right? Yeah, 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 he sells dandy cars. Dude. I don't know what that means. You know what it means <laughs> that they cost like $10,000 in 1981 money. Dandy cars. Who's your pal? Big Al. <laughs> yeah, I like that he points and then he points at himself. I like that. Oh, yeah, toss it back. I like that as well. Um, yeah, isn't he also the one who had to run? Or was that uh, Jay that had to run? That was Big Al. Yeah, Big Al had to run, and he probably made some money. He showed some character growth. He could endure <laughs> and push through. Yeah. If, if there were a situation where this gang actually had to do some ganging, you know, and someone was getting squeezed and that someone was Big Al, I trust that he wouldn't squeal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. Sure. I, th- I, think, I think Big Al really I think showed. Lie, you know? Yeah? Yeah, he'd, he'd give false information. Do you think any of these members would be like tough gang guys? Or do you think that they would just immediately fold because they're grandpas and business owners? Uh, these all grandpas. <laughs> well, Bear is tough. Do you like those shots of Bear riding his motorcycle to the campground? Huge smile. I think the first close-up. People was, fleeing from him? Well, not only people fleeing. I think it was like, they're just like, all right, guys, just ride your motorcycles around. We'll, we'll, we'll ADR everything, so don't worry. And everyone's just having a fun time. Someone's like rubbing his head at one point. <laughs> like the first close-up, I'm pretty sure I saw someone rub his head. Great. 
Dude, and they used so much of the footage, not only in the big old classic round em up there at the end, but just all over the place. Like, real weird, like, you know you could have shaved off, like, maybe 15, 20 minutes of this movie if you didn't include all these weird close-ups and reusing shots? Yeah, if they would have cut all the reused shots, I feel like it would have taken a couple minutes off the movie. Yeah, and it's like, there were a lot of really weird shots as well, like... When when the all the gang were riding the first time, yeah, and they were still had like their their civilian clothes on, not their gang colors, you know, mm-hmm. and they got ran off the road. I was just like, "Fuck! Why do they keep doing all these really weird individual close-ups? Yeah. Close-ups, and then, like them looking at each other. And they're having this conversation, which you couldn't have on all these motorcycles logically. Right? You, know? you need an earpiece or something like that, and. Uh, there's like six, all, all five of them are talking or some shit like that. And then they keep showing individual close-ups of every member. Like, were they on a trailer? It seemed I'm not sure how they were shooting it. At one point, it looked like the tires weren't moving. Yeah? (laughs) Like, I was like, well, I mean, sometimes you could, you know, it's like kind of grainy, so it's hard to say exactly what's happening. Right? it was weird because, like, you know, I've seen green screen work in, like, old movies, like in old James Bonds and stuff like that, that it does very much, like... They're sitting in just like a plane still, and then like there's a projector behind them. Yeah, you know? or someone like has like a really long matte painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or something, you know. But like this seemed as if it was real shots. Like they were out on the road. Yeah, but it didn't seem like they were riding the motorcycles. Yeah, I don't. I, none of it. It was all like weird and kind of a fever dream. I don't know, man. It was pretty weird, and like, yeah, I don't see why they couldn't have just gotten along with Casey. Yeah, I don't know. And, like, learned the error of their ways, or, like, he, everyone could compromise a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, yeah, I can be more respectful of you. You have been providing this good environment for me and my friends to hang out. I will not ride in someone else's truck on the beach. Yeah, like, I don't, it, if if they were just chill, it seems like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they just be chill? It's because they all have lead poisoning. <sighs> That's a great, great observation, Josh. The 80s were son of a Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the case. Maybe that is the case. I mean, everyone was pretty violent up until, like, right before we were born, pretty much. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't understand why, if the kids were being rowdy one time, why Mary Beth just didn't go over there and go, hey, can you guys, like, keep it down a little bit? Maybe it's because they don't respect her, because she's not authoritative, because she's a woman. They would never have done that to Jack. Okay, and like they didn't have this problem while Jack was there, even though he couldn't run the business at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good observation. I do you think that's the the gender politics of the movie? I I I think you might be right, dude. However, the old men, the gang, they mm-hmm. all respect Mary Beth. Yeah, well, I think they all like had crushes on her back in the day. Yeah, but they acted like uh, they they were trying to act like Sonny was the only one that had a crush on her. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> It's because they're all married now. I uh, I hear that. Did you like the ending when he's like, why didn't you ever, like, go after me? She said, you never asked me, right? Yeah, yeah something. And he's like, well, I didn't know I had to ask. Like, you fucking dumb, dumb man. I mean, if you didn't <laughs> ask and she threw herself at you, you'd call her a floozy, I'm sure. You dumb, dumb man. Just... I mean, what are you doing? Also a dumb lady because she should, if she was into him, 
then she, 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 she was in the other guy, yeah. John, her husband, Jack, <laughs> Jack, excuse me. Probably John. Could be Jacob. You never know. Yeah. I mean, Jack, it's not a real name. It's a nickname. Yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, there's lots of people that are named Jack, like Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. They're not named Jack. They're named Jackson. Well, it's short for Jackson. Jax. Yeah. But it's also, you're right, it's short for Jonathan, too. Jax with his big metal arms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Meet me down by the soda pop. We'll play some Jax. Yeah, just like that, bro. Um... I, I hated the ending. I thought the ending was fucking dumb. I, it's uh, so dumb. I mean, it does what, what? Just like it. Let it be okay that her husband's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Just why did you have to say that, you stupid, stupid man? I did want to talk about the altercations, right? Okay. Because there was that first altercation where Mary Beth's like, "You got to get the fuck out," right? That was when they were pulling the the uh, the skier behind the truck immediately in the in the very beginning, right? He crashes the truck. Crashes the truck. What the fuck ever. Up to like two feet in water. Yeah. The exhaust was definitely covered, but it started right up and they pulled right out. Didn't it continue working as long as he just left it on? But they turned it off. (laughs) No. Um, But then the second one was when the gang was there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what happened was the crew pulled up in the middle of the night. So the gang went and stood by the... Uh, the fucking fence and kind of flexed a little bit, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Excuse me. The second altercation was them driving through the fence. And that's when the gang was like, we're fucking coming. Right. You know? Right. That was the weekend before Easter. Yes. But then the, for the gang weekend, then that's when they like flexed by the fucking, f- the, the fence and threw sways back in his truck and oh, go turn a fucking round. And you know, and all the boys are like, Oh yeah, we did it. We did it. We, we were intimidating. And they celebrate. And they celebrate and they sleep on the ground and then they wake up to Sway's like just inches away from Big Al's face. I thought he was going to put his balls on his fucking melon, but he didn't. <laughs> they he hadn't just, invented teabagging yet in 1981. Like, wake up. Wake up. Teabagging wasn't invented until uh, Nintendo 64's GoldenEye. Yeah, that's what started it? Okay, cool. I'm happy that we figured that out. Um, but yeah, he's just like, get up, old man. And then the... The, all these kids in bathing suits. It's just all it is is kids in like there's like 40, 40, 40 kids in bathing suits just walking these five old men with their motorcycles and their weather jackets out the front of this campground. Like embarrassing. Like yeah. You know what's I think notable? There's no weapons in this movie. Not not a single weapon. Not a single no one has any guns. There's no fucking knives. There's nothing. Even the cops. Just intimidation. So weird, dude. I I don't know why this this campground is such a hot commodity. It didn't look all that cool. It's got a lake. Okay. We live in Michigan. We're spoiled. There's a lot of lakes around here. So there's only one lake in Arizona. Doesn't that actually sound right to you? I don't know. It seems like. Well, they had to drive past the Colorado River. Isn't that a giant river? It's very very skinny river. Oh. I mean, in the Grand Canyon, it's very skinny down there. It's not very wide in some places. Oh, uh, well, you know, to be to be honest with you, I don't know much about geography or geometry. <laughs> Dang, dude, you got to get your geos uh, in, in check. I was trying to think of what, what was what about, next in that song. What about National Geographic? That's geography stuff. National Geographic, yeah. Well, don't know much about the song. I don't, I don't know, don't know much about oh, the uh, It's an old song. Okay. It's an old song. 
old song. It's an old, old song. I think it's Sam Cooke. It's as old as, as I could be wrong. Long. I could be. I could be very wrong. Um, it doesn't fucking matter though. These old dudes were just living it up, living the dream, living the glory days in this film. Uh-huh. And uh, I think it's you know I'm happy that the characters did it, but <laughs> like this whole thing was lame. Oh, you like, think it was lame? Yeah. You know, it did take us a while to get here about how we feel about the movie. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think this is good. I think this is, could have been a short, like, 45 minutes. I love that but after they kicked the, uh, the, the crew out of the camp, you're like, is the movie over? Yeah, it had like, yeah, so probably. many, like, endings. Why is this 100 minutes? I don't know. Dude, I've got no idea either. I mean, like, I wasn't, like, mad at it, but I will never watch this again. No, this is not. I mean, I'm mad at the message, though, but I'm also glad with it for the reason that now I know that old people have done been complaining about the kids for years. And the kids have always been 30-year-olds. Yeah. They're still complaining about the kids, us, and we're fucking in our mid-30s. What the fuck? (laughs) They're still complaining. I don't know. And they don't even know what the actual kids are doing. Like, what what's Gen X doing while while this camp thing is happening? Just like being born and being small children, right? In yeah. So, well, isn't Gen X between like seventy, like seventy eight, and then like ninety? No, no, no. Yeah, seventy eight to like eighty seven or something. I would like say that. younger. Probably the probably the seventies through the. Through like 86. 85, yeah, maybe. 85, 86. I'm sure there's answers to this. Yeah. But uh, yes, I, I mean, there's Gen X and then pretty much the millennials. That's pretty much just how it goes. Dude, I think there are only two generations. Old, young. Pre-9-11 and post-9-11. Josh, do you feel as if any of the outfits in this film were worth noting? I mean, Bear, look at him. He had his whole vibe. Let's take this to Fashion Corner. All right. Bear's gang uniform was a little bit different than anybody else. Because they were all wearing leather jackets. And yeah. He had on like a leather vest, but yeah. in the back it was denim. Yeah? That's what it looked like. I didn't notice the denim in the back. back. I liked his mustache. I liked his bald head. <laughs> he showed up wearing aviators. I was all about Bear, right? Yeah. I liked um, fucking uh, was Sonny's little leather glo- gloves with the tassels on. <laughs> oh, the fringe was nice. I liked that. Um, I liked Jay's little Snoopy hat <laughs> with his fucking goggles. Stupid. That is the dumbest look of all of them. I liked um, fucking Mickey's schnoz. That man had a hunker on him. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, and I also liked that his wife was calling him everywhere. I it was just that tickled me. You like a nag wife? That's uh, something you like. Well, he was trying to be a cool wife guy too. So like, he's just he, he was not. He was out drinking with the boys when he wasn't supposed to be touching the he stuff. Wasn't supposed to be drinking at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was lying to her about it. He was wearing really, really like wide lapeled collared shirts beforehand. Also, he looked like kind of a skeevy. Uh, he's bookie. a bad. He's a bad wife guy. He's a bad wife guy. Bad husband, as they call it. Dude, bad husband. Bad wife guy. He was going to, like, hide the eggs for his kids on Easter weekend also, but then he decided to go and hang out with the boys and ride motorcycles. Yeah, I don't think he's a good dad. Well, I mean, I know he wasn't a good husband. (laughs) (laughs) 
I liked some of Mary Beth's clothes, although I don't remember much of them. Like her blue outfit when she arrives at Sonny's house was a, a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. It made him horny. Yeah. I know that she had a red outfit at one point. Uh huh. She, yeah. She's dressed like Barbie, mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. red instead of pink. Yeah. I w- really dug the simple, like early 80s of all of the kids' athletic wear. Just short shorts. Just short shorts and, and polo shirts and t-shirts and stuff like that. No shirts sometimes. No shirts. There was no, there, like, I didn't see any, like, logos or anything like that. You know how, like, it was all plain. Pretty I much really every, liked all, it. all of the uh, crew who <laughs> showed up crew, at the yeah. end. Uh, cool glasses, cool outfits, cool cars. They're just cool all the way around. No shirts, though. No shirts among them. <laughs> well, not the last time. Yeah. But, but like in the middle, oh, except, except for the one that, uh, who was it? Was it Big Ed was calling him fatty or something like that? Or was it That's Jay? That's the guy who owns the, the truck that sways crashed in the water at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought they were. Some I, classic fat phobia for our Swayze pod. <laughs> Yeah, the, the costumes were cool. They did a good job with the wardrobe and the outfits. I liked it. Yeah, I, I mean, but I mean, it's just how people dressed, right? Yeah, I liked it. They did a good job. The Everything jackets cool. look like shit, I think. You think they look like shit? Yeah, these guys shouldn't be wearing those jackets. That's what the old, that's what Peepaw said at the at the gas station. Aren't you aren't you boys a little old to be dressing like that? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, they they were. They were all the, the, too old. To be dressing like that. Yeah. Wild well, hogs. <laughs> I think if they were to be riding motorcycles, they were wearing the appropriate things to be riding the motorcycles. But at the same time, gang colors, it might be a little bit too old to be wearing gang colors. What's their gang color? A fucking bird. A bird? <laughs> a bird. And it said... Put the, a bird on it. <laughs> it said the rebels. Or what was the, the East Eagle. River? Eagle. Eagle River rebels? Yeah. Or Eagle oh, it was an rebels. eagle. It was an eagle. <laughs> Duh. There we go. I thought it was just a fucking bird. No, it's an eagle. Put a bird on it. Yeah, the, the East Eagles or the Eagle Rock. Eagle Run. Eagle Run. It's Eagle Run. Yeah, that was the alternate title for this movie, Josh. It, it was called the Eagle Rock Rebels Ride huh. Again. Eagle, Eagle Rock. Rock. Yes. There we go. That's how we found out it was in Northern California. <laughs> Eagle Northern, Rock. Northern not, LA, not Northern California. You're right. I was Southern wrong. California. I was wrong. You were right. Northern LA. Yeah. Because so, that's where it was filmed. No, it was filmed in Arizona. What? Yeah, where that the campground was in Arizona. But what about all the other stuff? Maybe that was in Arizona too? Could be. Arizona could look like different states. I think it does. Yeah. I think it does. <laughs> Hey, does this desert look like that desert? Nah, close enough, bro. <laughs> That's what they said. And that is Fashion Corner. And that is Fashion Corner. Josh, I want you to tell me how you feel about this. I didn't rate it on Letterboxd yet. I did. Because I didn't decide how much I disliked it. <sighs> how much do you dislike it? I said a lot, a little. I mean, I think that the M. Night Shyamalan twist kind of did it for me. Okay, should we talk about the Shyamalan twist before... Like, like, officially, because, like, he, <laughs> when I say he, I mean Casey, I mean Swayze. He goes and grabs Mary Beth as she tries to get in her car to leave, to just leave the leave the crew because, with the campground. Yeah, 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 because it's, like, it's chaos. Yeah, she's like, I'm out, I'm fucking done. 
Yeah. And they can have it. I don't give a shit. And the rebels and the and the crew are all fighting each other. Yeah. So yes, he goes and scoops her like Donkey Kong. Yeah. Throws <laughs> throws Mary Beth in this boat and takes her out in the middle of this fucking lake and then declares that he actually didn't like Alice or Amy. He her wanted daughter. Yeah, he wanted Mary Beth this entire time. And then we see the fucking gang all on sea dudes just just fucking wave running their little asses behind this fucking boat. And like I wasn't really sure. Like you said when we were watching, like, what is the goal of any of this? What is the goal of putting her in the boat? Was he gonna take her into the <laughs> boat and get her out there and then like like I said, tell her like I didn't want to fuck your daughter, I wanted to fuck you, and, and then, then she just she like Oh my god. Because of the implication. This is the sexiest thing I've ever ever experienced are we just gonna like take her to like a picnic on an island or something like that like sways like planned it out was he not expecting those guys to find the ski dude i don't know did he not know that they existed because i didn't know that they had they had those machines jet skis in 1981 i thought he was already like on the boat before the gang got there because the yeah, gang like was. the gang like rode up to them in the boat already yeah 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 you're right it took him a while to find the ski he must yeah. have just thought they were never gonna find him uh, yeah, or they just didn't have the keys or something like that. Did they not have keys back in the day? I mean, you just leave the keys in. Don't yeah. you? I don't know. I, don't, I freaking don't know. I'm not rich. I've never been on one. Yeah, exactly. Have you been on a ski do? No fucking way. Or I mean or a jet ski, which I think they're separate things, right? I don't like I think a ski do has the little thing on it. It has the it like, has the snowboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The ski. Yeah, it has the ski. And the sea do and a jet ski has nothing. Oh, the, it's just got a jet in the back? I think. Like, it sucks in water and then pushes it out. Yeah. like a, I don't know exactly how it works. I don't know about that. Is, is a I've, wave runner standing up then? I, I have no idea. I've never used any of these things. I've used a boat. <laughs> Do you have marine transport knowledge? Write in SwayzePod at gmail.com. Let us know because we don't know. All, all the, the, the did you get your boat license when you were in like fifth grade? I think I did. <laughs> Sixth grade maybe. I think I did. What I, I was unclear as to how those operate because like I think if you have just like a regular driver's license, you get to drive a boat still? Yeah, but if you're 12... You can't drive a car because you don't have a driver's license, so hmm. you have to get a boat license so the 12-year-old can drive the boat. Well, all the parents are drunk then. You've got it, dude. You fucking figured <laughs> it out. <laughs> I love living in Michigan, man. This is the craziest place. Like, hey, Boat people are wild. Hey, drinking and driving's not good, but if you're on a boat, a 12-year-old can drive. But, you know, Bud was trying to tell me that there's boat people everywhere. Yeah? Because I was thinking that there's only boat people in the States so there's a lot of water. Oh, no, because there's like, people that go to their boats. But this movie just, like, proved it to us. In Arizona, there's boat people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think I think that you, that observation of yours could be the exact reason why they even went there. Because that's the only place that has a fucking lake. It's the only lake in I, Arizona. Dude. Then, then I don't understand why she's having a hard time booking fucking campsites. She's got the only lake in Arizona. Dude, even if she's fully booked up, he just shows up and bullies his way in. Dude, yeah. That's weird. It's weird. What a weird movie. What a weird movie. I don't I don't understand because, okay, if they have the only lake, then that means they're always fucking hopping. If they're always fucking hopping, then that means they're not underwater. And if they're underwater, you know, unfortunately, you have to raise your prices. And if you can't raise your prices any higher and you're going to go under, maybe you shouldn't be a business owner. Yeah. 
She shouldn't be a business owner. Yeah, maybe she should, shouldn't be a business owner. What should she and her daughter do instead? I don't know. Become employees. Wow. Terrible. Yeah. What it's like selling that? your house to rent. Dude, I don't fucking know. I, who am I to critique these these old people's lives fucking eight years before I was born in this movie about the glory days? Yeah, something a movie that was filmed 42 years ago and made for television that is just basically a, a, an early Wild Hogs or a late Easy Rider. You know? <laughs> this isn't even Easy Rider, dude. Easy Rider is at least entertaining. I mean, what about Ghost Rider? Dude, Ghost Rider's sick. When was the last time you watched Ghost Rider? There's two of them. Yeah. I, a long time ago. Well, the first one is cool. <laughs> cool. I can't I can't speak for the second one. The first one's cool, though. Watching Nick Cage just light up on a fire. Big fan. It's actually him. He he did that all himself. Yeah. He, he ripped off all of his skin and became just a skeleton. Just a skeleton. I like when he throws the fucking... The, the chain around himself. Uh-huh. Right? Dude, and he has to like fight the elements, but it's not like the four elements that you're thinking from like, like fucking Captain Planet. It's like smoke and water and... Blood. <laughs> maybe a fire. I don't know, but it's not like earth, wind, water, and heart. You know? It's not the ones you're thinking. It's not fire, water, grass, uh, flying. Earth, fire. <laughs> Normal. Air. And water. Okay. Yeah. And then the fifth element is heart. That's what they tell us in the fifth element. And Captain Planet. And Captain Planet. Captain Planet presaged the fifth element. Does it? Uh, yeah, I mean, of course. I think it might. Definitely. They stole their idea from Captain Planet. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Josh, All how, right, do you, off tra- <laughs> how do you feel about this movie, Josh? Feel, Give me a number. I feel bad about it. Yeah. Um, I th- yeah, sorry. You asked me a question. And I got distracted. I got distracted too. Oh uh, man! <laughs> <sighs> I can go first if you want me to go first. I've got a no. I think I'm gonna give it one and one half star. Me too. I hate this thing. Yeah, this was not good. I uh, I like seeing Swayze drive that car all crazy. That was pretty funny. There's I, a lot of Swayze in it. Yeah, he was the villain. Mm. See, see. Okay, all right. I, watching it, I identified with Swayze. I wanted to be with his crew instead of the gang, right? Duh! So, like, the villains... The reason why it doesn't work for me is because I looked at all the old people as, like, the villains and authority figures that you're not supposed to like. Oh, but you're, they're your sweet old grandparents. I guess. <laughs> or, actually, they're your, like, recently deceased grandparents, probably, because these people would be, like... Very old. Yeah, like 80-something right now. Yeah, they're they're all very old. But, um, yeah, so they're asking me to empathize with my great grandma. Yeah, they're, they're asking, yes, they're asking us to empathize with people that I cannot relate to, that I wouldn't relate to, that I wanted to relate to, that I don't want to relate to. So, yeah, it was a movie trying to convince me to root for people I don't really care for. And, uh, then the people I did like, they were trying to shit on them. So, like, hook me up with that water ski, strap me to the back of the fucking Jeep, dude. Let's go. Yeah, that looked like fucking fun. Let me do that. And, you know, if I was in fucking Casey's crew, I would just go someplace else that's just as cool. I mean, like, it's not the place that's cool. It's him. Anywhere he is, that's where the party's at. Yeah, he's like a, he's a proto Bodie. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because you know what? If he was just like, all right, we can't go that fucking, like, that lady was like, we can't come here. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a skateboard <laughs> and we're going to give you this rope. <laughs> Get back behind the Jeep there, Johnny. 
And I'm going to tow you down to skate town. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen. So, yeah, this movie was not one that I liked. Probably not going to watch it again. Do you actually take that back? I want to watch it again. Why? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I'm going to sh- probably try and convince someone to watch this again. <sighs> okay, well. Well, uh, whatever you say, man. I mean, if, who, who do you think you convinced to watch this movie? And should you reveal it live on air? I don't know who I would convince to watch this because that was the hardest part about like, okay, so a little behind the baseball, everybody. I was like, I didn't know who we should invite to be the guest in this episode. That's why I was like, I think it should just be us because this just seems weird. And I don't know who this is for, who it would even like, you know, like it, it even in a bad way, you know. So that's why I was like, let's just us do it. It'll be it'll be cool. We shouldn't have you know? to subject anybody to this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, dude. When I was looking up ratings for this, this is how how like no one has seen this movie, right? On Letterboxd, there are only twenty six people who've seen it. So, what's the, average, what's the average rating? The average rating I got was a two and a half out of five. Wow. So we're gonna bring it, we're gonna bring it down a little bit. We're, it's it's at the point right now there isn't even a number displayed as the high like the rating point oh yeah there are two people that give it one star one person gives it one and a half there is one per or there are four people that give it two and a half and four people that give it three one person gives it a four out of five was that an old person i want to know who did that one it's probably one of our fellow uh Patrick Swayze enthusiasts. Who gave it a four out of five? Oh, dude, hold, Patrick Swayze, hold on. Girl Dad. Rude Dog Four has watched this movie one, two, three, four, five times. All of them four stars. All of them have hearts. They watched this in March of 2021, in April of 2021, in August of 2021, in May of 2022, and in March of 2023. This person was reliving the glory days. It sounds like they were prepping to be on our podcast next time we watch this. Their one review... Over the Hill Motorcycle Gang coming to the rescue on their dead leader's wife whose campground keeps getting destroyed by a large group of punks. Holy shit. They were saying that the the guy who died was their leader? That's yeah. not true. He, they clearly did not watch the movie. They told us who the leader was immediately. <laughs> they are like, it's Sonny. He's the leader. It's his identifiable characteristic. Yeah, he's he's the Leonardo of the group. And he loves getting laid. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there was a little bit more on Letterboxd, or excuse me, on IMDb. 173 people have seen it, and they gave it a 4.8 out of 10. So. Terrible. Yeah. How many one stars? Well, there are 26 one stars. You know why? Why? You know why. The DVDs don't work? Yeah, on IMDb? Why. No, they were probably like, this was oh, just on bad. IMDb. Yeah. There were 36 people that give it five stars, and 30 people gave it 10 out of 10. I want to read those reviews. Oh, man. Why are they using the Internet Movie Database? Why don't they use their physical movie database? 10 out of 10, I worked on this production. That's why. 10 out of 10. I also fine, worked on this production. <laughs> a fine, fun movie. Great plot with great characters. I enjoyed this movie very much. I like the idea of the movie, but like, it just doesn't make any sense. No. How you doing, dirtball? 
like maybe if these <laughs> ten out of ten, wouldn't you know it? The DVD stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were like i'm so happy this quit working this is amazing yes. like, I, like i feel like this could get a this could get a like a, re, a reboot you know like a remake and it'd be like a like a rob zombie movie right like the patrick swayze character would break into this campground with all his friends and they would tie up the mom and the daughter oh yeah you That's know, what you're and, thinking? And then the rebels would have to come and, and save them and give, deliver some redneck justice or whatever, you know? Dude. Oh, man. Isn't that just the fucking, the Devil's 3? What was it? The, 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 what's the second one called? From Hell? No. The, the Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects. I think that, that's what that movie was. Um, no, they're, no, they're bad guys in that movie. Oh. I mean, it's sort of like that, yeah. Actually. Oh. Yeah, it is kind of like that. Good job. Rob Zombie saw this movie. Good job <laughs> to you, Rob Zombie. If you're listening, thanks. Well, it's not on Rotten Tomatoes. There's no audience score. But Amazon has it at 4.4 out of 5, 72%. Five star, 5% one star. Wow. I wonder. Um, Like I said, there was no budget. There's no box because this is a TV movie. There's no Ebert because he watches actual films. And we do have a tagline, though, Josh. Okay. Will you do the honors for me? Thumbs up or thumbs down to the old motorcycle gang regroups for action 25 years later. The old motorcycle gang regroups for action. The extremely old motorcycle group. 25 years later. Mm. I, um, I mean, it's not bad, but I mean, I don't like that it implies that there's like backstory that we should know. It's like the old motorcycle gang. You know, the rebels. They're the rebels. You've seen them. No, I don't. I've never seen these men before in my life. You know, I love that it's kind of like a like a legacy sequel to a movie that never existed. Yeah, yeah. The rebels. So, I want to give it a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. I like that it sounds like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. All right. The crew strikes back. The crew strikes back. I found on Wikipedia that this was released on okay on October eighteenth, two thousand eleven. Return of the Rebels was released as an exclusive manufacturer on demand DVR by MGM Limited Edition Collection. I wonder if you could still get the DVD from this from them. Yeah, I was finding DVDs, but turned out it was free on YouTube. So. Well, fuck yeah. I'm happy that we watched that. Yeah, this was right by Big Bend National Park near the Colorado River. Oh, the the, the crew was actually called the River Rats. Crazy gang name. When did they call themselves that? Never. I would have loved if they turned into a rat king, though. Like, a bunch of them got all their legs tangled together. River Rats, Tiger Warsaw. They're just making things up as they go along over here. Um, and that's why they call me River Rat. Josh, hit us with your numbers. What's his rank on the Swayze scale? Swayze scale. Well, I caught it for fighting and sick whips. Did you have a favorite sick whip? I think Swayze's truck. I don't know what kind of truck it was, but I, th- I liked it. It's pretty sick. Hell yeah. Moving on, there was definitely a road trip from Los Angeles to, to Arizona. Big Bend or whatever you said. And Mm -hmm. I clocked some athletics as well. There was running. There was the training montage. The most impressive one was uh, Sonny jumping from the jet ski to the boat. Yeah. That was pretty impressive. That was very athletic. And that's all I had. 
I mean, did you see any knives or nudity or nope, nope. displays of uh, feminism or positive masculinity? Well, it did pass the Bechdel test because fucking Amy and uh, Mary Beth were talking, right? She's jailbait. Yeah, she's jailbait. They were talking specifically about the, the, the camp, you know? So it does pass the Bechdel test, but I don't think that says much about feminism because it was plotting the only two female characters against each other. Pitting, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, and he was, like, trying to fuck both of them. Yeah, which was weird. Um, And I don't think that there was any positive masculinity outside of maybe the dudes encouraging each other, but then (laughs) they immediately start ripping each other down, just like old times! Ah! Ah! Cheeseburgers and stuff like that. Remember World War Two? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not that old, are they? Yes. Shit. I think they would be because they were all on the other side of 40. This was in the 80s. So they were at least around in the 40s. They were at least around. They were would have been in the K- Korean War, perhaps. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Good for them. Um, let's see. What else did I have here? Uh, no horses, no dad stuff. I didn't see any class stuff that the movie was commenting on purposely. I mean, was, there was like they were all there was class representation because all the old dudes were business owners and stuff like that, and all the kids presumably had jobs, but we didn't talk about work at all outside of the old people. Right, old people work. Yeah, young people slack. And even though uh, fucking Mary Beth was a business owner, she was poor. Okay, we can give it the class stuff. I'm I'm comfortable with that. But I didn't see any dancing or romance. No. Nope. Oh wait, there was some romance. Oh yeah. I don't know. Do you think that's fair? Yeah. Let's give Let's give Mary Beth and Sonny some romance points. They were trying, and like I like that uh, they, they were open they were to love. like a long distance relationship. But they're in love. That's interesting. Yeah, they said that they were in love at the end. I would watch a return of the Return of the Rebels. The return of the return of the rebels. A bunch of old people get together for a wedding. You got it. I was a little upset that nobody died. You want someone to die? Well, at least off screen. It was 25 years later. Someone has to have died in that time period. I know lots of people. Some of them have died in the past 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some of them have died. So I think that at least one of the game members should have been dead and they should have had to talk about it. Well, it's not the big chill. I'm sorry. You fucking got me. It's, uh, That's what I want. On our pen, it's Swayze scale. Swayze scale. It's six out of ten. Big chills. No bonus points. No chills. No chill points. Six out of ten bigs. No chills. I like that. Josh, this was a movie that uh, I am not surprised many people haven't seen. Why would anyone watch this? I don't know. Maybe you just want to relive the glory days. Do you want to watch a movie that is a awful, awful, awful representation of the worst fucking Bruce Springsteen song you can think of? This would be the movie. So, yes. Is this... Are we only looking for the Renegades pilot now? I think that and maybe a few others. There's um, that one, that uh, Epic Stories or whatever the fuck that thing was. Epic Stories. I sent oh, you the yeah, website. You dude. sent it. I forgot. Yeah, amazing Stories. Um, Swayze does this one about Death Row. Oh, yeah. yeah I we, know what it's like to be on Death Row because this one time I was in a movie where I was on Death Row and I 
made all these audio tapes. I think that was after this. Oh my God. Yeah. And we have like a few, I think, TV shows um, to watch still. Like we got to show people fucking uh, the North and Souths. You know? There's no doubt about that. I'm just wondering if we've finally made it through all of the things. No, there's still a few more. We haven't actually done an episode on the I Am Patrick Swayze documentary we watched. We just we just farmed a bunch of facts from it for that first we just watched intro it. to Patrick Swayze. I think we should give it a proper once over and correct its correct its false information. <laughs> yeah, point now by point. Now that we've consumed all this bullshit. Oh man. And there's like interviews and stuff as well if we want to get really granular on yeah, it. And be like, you don't remember when fucking Patrick Swayze said that we remember when he did this. No one called him Tiger Warsaw except for himself. <laughs> so we'll say. Um, so yes, sweet, sweet, dear listener, we're back. We're good with the original theme song. As if we had ever left. As if we had ever left. We're we're, we're going to keep keep the originals coming. You've got new things to look forward to in 2024. And if you've got things that you think we should check out that are Swayze and Jason or coming up that's Swayze-ish, like that fucking thing at the, the goddamn Redford Theater. Ghost. Ghost for Valentine's Day. Have you guys heard about this? The Redford Theater. They stole our idea. That's what yeah. we did last year. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. That Two was years the year ago. before. Yeah. yeah. We did Dirty Dancing last year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're having Ghost fucking at, so at the Redford. Our, they stole our idea. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll have to talk to them about it. I'll all get in touch. We'll see what we can do. But yeah, come and watch that. I'm going to go. Josh, do you think about going? Probably. Yeah, let's go watch the fucking movie together. We'll go sit in the balcony. It'll be fun. There's an intermission. We can buy t-shirts. Redford Theater is amazing. It's only $5 also. Can't go wrong. But I was just saying earlier about the seats. They're not comfortable. That's part of it because they don't want you to fall asleep. They want you to enjoy the, the majesty of film. Yeah, come Watch Ghost. See if I fall asleep. If you need more information about any of that, visit the Redford Theater's website or you can email us at SwayzePod at gmail.com or on all the social medias at SwayzePod. We have made a tea public that I will shortly have art up there. I know we talked about it and it's, it's motion, motions is in the ocean. As they say, that's no one's ever said that. Um, so keep an eye out for that. You know, maybe check it periodically if you're really itching for some Swayze merch. Merchandise. Um, we have our letterbox. I'm Vincent Troya. Josh is Joshua Cy. Um, I think that's everything, Josh. Do we have anything else? Uh, no. I mean, you know, I got the other podcast broadcast from Cowhouse. It looks like there's only one episode up there on Spotify, so go listen to it. What episode is it? Is it my episode? No, it's the most recent one. Oh, word. So there's the most recent one on there with uh, Kevin Christian. You can listen to it. That's all. Good deal. Well, yeah. Um, No one else has said anything else about anything else, so I think this is a good place to end. We're crazy.